Colossians chapter 2, verse 15. I'm going to do this quickly. It says this, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them. Watch this. Triumphing over them in it. He triumphed over them in it. As we look at this scripture, we can see that Jesus Christ in his, in his scriptures verses, let me get this where I can see what I'm saying here. In, in 1 Corinthians 15 and 7, it says, thanks be to God, he gives us the victory. How does he give us the victory? Through Jesus Christ. God wants us to understand that he never intended us to lose battles. He never intended for you to lose a battle. A matter of fact, this scripture is telling us, 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15, 57, is telling us, as Pastor Man has already said, it's already been established, it's already been done. Which means that the victory is already yours. It's already a done deal. Some people could say the fight has been fixed. You could say that I'm in a battle, but I've already won the war. It, 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 why? Because it's a God thing. It's a God thing. And in all things, the Bible tells you and I, in all things, somebody say all things, not just some things of my life, but in all things, the Bible says I'm more than a, more than a conqueror, more than a conqueror through him. Somebody shout him. It's always a God thing. I'm more than a conqueror through him. Revelation 8, John 16, 33. In the world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. It is a God thing. Now, we've just come out of Christmas. We've just come out of the holiday that celebrates the birth of our loving Savior, Jesus Christ. We understand that he came unlike any other birth that he came through way of a virgin. The virgin woman, Mary, was the vehicle to the ministry that would, would come forth. There was a birthing that happened. And the seed that, that was imparted was a spiritual impartation. It, what it created, the seed that created him, was the seed of the word of God that was spoken through Gabriel. And we see that it was planted and implanted by God himself through way of the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you that the word of God will never be planted unless there is by way of the Holy Spirit. Conviction can never come unless the Holy Spirit has liberty to move through the room. More now than ever before, we can see that Emmanuel, God is with us as we celebrate, celebrated this Christmas and the baby in a manger. We see that when people saw Christ as he grew up, I'm fast forwarding this thing because I need to get through it, but he grew up, he, was, he, he became into what God had sent him to be, sent him to do, and we see that the people saw Christ, and when they saw Christ, they saw the Father. When they saw Christ, they knew the Father's will because it was, it, was, it was real to them. It was tangible. The Bible said that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. But this, this 
man Jesus came in the form of flesh to die on the cross. And through his blood, he released your bondage. He released you from the bondage that tries to keep you captivated. He released you from the things that are still trying to hold on to you. And I heard the Lord say that there's some bondage that's tried to creep back up in your life that you already had, had victory over. But God is saying that it will not stay in, you, in your moving forward. There's some stuff that's going to break off of you that tried to come back to you. It's a bondage. It's, it's the place uh, where the enemy wants to place you back into a dark space. It's where, of the kingdom of darkness. And I want you to understand that Jesus' sacrifice on the cross has already settled everything that's trying to stick to you. Everything that's trying to come back and creep back in. Jesus on the cross, we read the open scripture that he disarmed principalities, rulers and powers. And we see in the picture that Rome held the greatest political power. Judaism held the greatest religious power. We can see that the, there, there was a cultural rulership of power. And we can see that there was a religious power that was both conspiring and coming against, the, the, uh, against Jesus the Messiah, the one who had come. There was a reason for this because it was leading up to the crucifixion. But however, somebody say how over, ever. When Satan and all his dark demons thought they had won, that's when Jesus emerged into victorious Come on, somebody, power. It was an overwhelming power. It was overpowering them, and he stripped them of their armor, holding them up with his arms stretched out wide. He held it up as a display to the universe that they were, help they were helpless. Come on. They were helpless by the helplessness through the heaven's unconquerable ability and strength as he held his hands out wide he was holding up to heaven that I am holding it all in the palms of my hands I've already taken care of it and now in the name of Jesus God has granted you the authority to overcome any demonic force that's coming after you every demonic force that's coming from the place of hell I want you to know you need to live not in fear and be deceived by the enemy's life anymore because I'm here to inform somebody hell's supposed victory has been transformed into defeat there's a nullifying that's going on in the spirit and every spiritual attack against you and your family I want you to know that now thanks be unto God that he he always causes us to triumph in Christ somebody say in Christ that tells me it's a God thing. Come on. It's a God thing because it is in him. And as long as I got him, I have victory. The defeat of the demonic spirits has already been publicly displayed on the cross. Hallelujah. Making their loss humiliating. I'm telling you, every time you give God praise and you stretch your hands out, the enemy is reminded of the day that he was humiliated. Come on. He's always trying to get his position back because he knows his rightful place and I want you to understand that Christ is your victorious leader he is your victorious warrior his death was not a pardon only but it was a display of power I'm thankful for the pardoning of sin but I want you to understand that the power
power of the blood of Jesus Christ was so much greater than anything that's trying to attach itself to you. It's already been conquered on the cross. As a matter of fact, God gives you more. You are more than a conqueror because of what he did on the cross. Is there anybody that still believes in the cross and the blood and the resurrection power of Jesus Christ? And you understand that it was God who did it and it's God who's going to continue to do it. Amen. Slap your neighbor high five say it's a God thing. Christ is my victorious leader. His death was not only a pardon, it was a display of power. It was not only to wipe out debt, as what's already been stated, debt's more than money, but was a glorious triumph. And now, daily choosing to walk close to Jesus, that is a source of greater victory. When I choose to walk close to Jesus, I always live in victory. It doesn't matter what it looks like. If I'm close to him, I'm not so worried about what's going on around me. I'm not so worried about the sickness that's trying to get into my, into my body. Because I'm always in victory when I'm close to him. Draw close to him. Draw nigh to him. And he will draw nigh to you. Somebody needs to understand that the enemy is trying to place debts on you he's trying to place sickness on you he's trying to place burdens on you but but I want you to understand he's already settled it you already have the victory and if you'd walk daily close to him God will bring you into the revelation truth and he will make lie every lie of the enemy that is trying to keep you bound trying to keep you in a closet trying to keep you in a cave trying to keep you in a corner I want you to see this God God is about to take down everything that tried to take you out. God is about to take down every principality that has piled up and made walls and made distractions so tall that you can't even see your future anymore. You can't even you can't even feel uh, God in his uh, even at your house and when you walk into this house because there's so much that's piled up. But how many knows that there is something that's getting ready to come down. I'm talking about some walls are getting ready to come down and you're going to see the promise. Why? Because God has to do it. His word has already declared it. And there is a uproar that is going to happen in 24. And the more you praise God for what he's already done, you're going to see greater potentials of promise. I can never see past the giants unless I understand what he's already done, what he's already accomplished. He wants you to work from the space of victory. He's, he wants you to work from what he's already conquered. Somebody stand on the constant that he's already conquered it. He's already conquered that sickness that's trying to enter your body and if you feel like you don't have a praise just in your heart understand you may not have any in your voice but I wish somebody would get loud in your heart so that the enemy understands that I know who I am. The enemy tried to strip me of my identity in 23 but I am fully aware more than ever before that I know who did it and I know who's going to do it is there anybody that's glad did it for your life but you understand that he don't just do something he's already doing something with what he's already done somebody give God praise because what he did creates new mornings for you what he did creates a new thing for you turn to your neighbor and say it's a new thing thing 
but it's still a God thing. We see the picture of this as as Jesus walked close to the Father and heard the voice. We see the picture of this through the lineage as David walked close to the Lord. He, he was, the Bible said he was a man after God's own heart. And I want you to understand that, that the, the provision of God given victory is worthy of thanksgiving. Come on. How many knows when God gives you victory upon victory upon victory, it's worthy of a, a gratitude. It's worthy of a thanksgiving. And David understood the power of gratitude. He understood the power of thanksgiving he understood that if I will praise him he will he will he will work in me he will work through me to conquer whatever needs to be conquered I can I, I can see clear I'm, I have perfect focus when I, I begin to have a heart of gratitude and, and 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 we come through the season of gratitude and we come through the season of what was manifested through the virgin birth the seed but it was formed so that it could f- grow up into full form and it become a living sacrifice and what looked like was a defeat was actually the victory of all victories come on you see all of the demonic forces it looked in the natural realm that their savior the one that was supposed to come and, and, and bring forth victory and bring forth uh, 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 bring forth justice it looks like Jesus now is going to die he's hanging on the cross he said it's finished it's over but see they read the words wrong that's why it's they, they understood the words where they were standing and I want you to understand that it's very important in this hour that we hear the words for what the word I'm talking about the word of God we need to hear it for what it's saying we need to hear it for the truth because I can hear it's finished and think it's over but Jesus was saying it's finished because it's just beginning come on somebody it can look like the end of a thing and it might be the end of a chapter but it's not the end of your future you may have been walking through hell you may have felt like you've been crucified I want to tell you I've been in a season of being crucified I'm I'm telling you I've been stripped I've been spit on I feel like I've been plucked from but I want you to understand it's been the best thing that I could ever walk through because if I die in myself in Christ I die but nevertheless I live not I but there's something greater I said he is living on the inside of you it's not an out thing you need to understand that it's an inward thing your surroundings does not dictate the outcome I want you to understand whatever it is that you can believe in your heart right now and if you will begin to open up your mouth and make an uproar in the face of everything that's trying to knock you down God is about to use your prophecy as a foundation for some prophetic pictures that he's about ready for you to walk in if you believe this somebody take 30 seconds and praise him for this prophetic declaration it's the painting of the powerful picture of David in 1 Samuel chapter 17 45 David said to the Philistine you come to me with a sword with a spear and with a javelin with man made with man-made, with man-made equipment that looks different to every person in this room. But there's been some man-made things formed by the wrong spirit to take you out. But I come to you in the name. It's a God thing. 
Somebody shout the name. Somebody shout the name. Jesus is greater than the junk. It's, it's the names. It's the name of the Lord of hosts. The God of the armies of Israel whom you have defied. And 46, this day. I like stopping right there. Somebody needs to turn you and say this day. Neighbor, I'll get it out in a minute. I can't talk today. Somebody say this day. Anybody waiting for a this day? Anybody waiting for a shift? Anybody waiting for a transition? Just me in the house? This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. God is about to deliver victories into your hands. You need to turn to your neighbor and say, God is about to deliver victory into your hands. I will strike you and take your head. I want to tell you, everything that tried to stop you is about to bring you ahead in the next days in front of you. You're about to get ahead in 24. Come on, somebody. You're about to carry victory like you've never carried it before. And I don't say this pridefully. I say it humbly, but you're about to carry yourself differently than you've ever carried yourself because the enemy's going to be aware that you've tried to threaten me, but you forgot what I'm holding in my hand. It's called victory. If I can hold victory in my hand, then I can threaten the thing that's trying to threaten me because if he tries to come back around and he tries to huff and puff at you, you can look and say, you tried it with man-made mechanism. You tried it with the rims of this world, but I come to tell you, it's not by might, it's nor by power, but it's by his spirit that I'm holding a victory in my hand. I want you to know it's a God thing. It tried to take me out. It tried to take the lineage out. It tried to take God's people out. But somebody give God praise that it may have got your daddy, but it didn't get you because you're holding the curse in your hand. It may have killed them, but it's not going to kill the next generation. It's not going to kill the sons and daughters. I wish I had some help in here. Somebody give God praise if you're ready to start carrying some victories so that not only people can see the goodness of the Lord, but every demonic force is aware that it's a God thing. If you're going to touch me, you're going to touch the hand of God. If you're going to touch, I'm going to be so close to him. It's a God thing. <laughs> it's a God thing. We, we see in scripture, this day I give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wilds of the beasts of the earth that all the earth may know, all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. You want me to tell you what's about to happen? Everything that tried to curse you there's a, an anointing of a reverse for every curse. It's a God thing. Everything the enemy wanted to do to him, he says, no, go ahead and speak it because it's about to reverse. It's a boomerang. Come on. 
I'm telling you, the enemy tried, but it's a boomerang. <laughs> and he's about to see his last day. I'm telling you, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. God has prepared a place for him, and he's going to go there. And I remember old-timey preachers, they'd get real excited, and they'd sweat, and they'd spit, and they'd holler, and they'd say, I, I hope that I'm the last one that can kick my boot up and kick his little hind in in the place he's supposed to go. I've come to tell you, you need to send the enemy a reminder. You know where you're going to go. You may try to get past it. You may try to bring up my past, but every time you bring up my past, in this day of 24, I'm about to remind somebody of where they're about to go. I'm about to remind every principality that you have no power. You've already been publicly humiliated. Jesus has power over all the junk that you had to go through in the year of 23. Is there anybody that's been through some stuff, but you know that there's more in 24 and it's not because you did anything I want you to know it's a God thing is there anybody ready for this day is there anybody ready for a suddenly anointing is there anybody ready for God to do something if you are I'm waiting on you to give him praise right now Come on, come on. Somebody give him praise like you know that it, it, it may have been hard, but I'm telling you, it's already done. It's already finished. It's already settled. Come on. If you went to a basketball team and your team was winning, you would be praising him so radical. I'm here to tell you, it looked like it was over at halftime, but God is about to do something at the end of this thing. He's about to bring you another victory. It's a God thing. I've been feeling a strong message and that is you are about to see a God thing. You are about to see giants coming down. I'm talking about the long-standing issues that have grown to immense proportions and seem impossible for us to overcome. Somebody needs to see it with your mind's eye. It's coming down. No more gloom that's going to breed failure. Victory is in my hand. Come on. Victory is in internal. It's not an external victory. It may look like a certain way, but how many knows that victory is not external? Victory is internal. As a matter of fact, victory is faith. I can't see it here, but I know God's working it out over there. Greater is he who's on the inside of me than anything that's world has stacked against me. Start, turn to your neighbor say, it's a God thing. Every Every 23 Goliath is about to fall. It was fierce like the warrior that we just read about, that Philistine army. He was known for his brutality killing. He maimed countless uh, challengers. But the reason I'm bringing up Goliath is not to intimidate or instill intimidation of whatever 23 tried to do or whatever the giant tried to do to God's people. I want you to know that I'm not bringing it up to bring forth a spirit of intimidation, a spirit of uh, inferiority but I want you to understand I want to emphasize that when God brings down this giant it's going to be evident that this was not man made but it was a divine intervention is there anybody that still believes that God has that kind of authority in your circumstance and you're about to see your giant fall everything that has been enlarged into a great proportion and tried to get in the way of your focus I wish I had somebody to 
understands there's a divine intervention that's getting ready to take place. Somebody who's been praying for that monumental problem to break, I believe that you are about to experience a remarkable triumph that what, what, what has tried to take you out and it's not going to be attributed to a man-made effort or some kind of strategic planning by a man-made thing. But when it happens, it's going to be clear God did that for that body. God did that for that church. God did that for that marriage. God did that for that ministry. I wish I had somebody in 23 for the few moments that you have left to go ahead and give God an advance praise and give the enemy an advance notice that I'm standing in position of victory and God did it and he will always do it. Somebody praise him if you believe in the place. It's a God thing. There's no place for arrogance or boasting or self-gratification. It's undeniable. If God be for me, who can be against me? And through the blood of Jesus, every obstacle is overcome. Through the blood of Jesus, every miracle shall be manifest. Turn to your neighbor and tell them it's a God thing. Somebody ought to be dancing right now. Somebody ought to clap louder than you've clapped all day long. It's a God. Oh, I... I feel this in me. It's a God. You're about to say that more than you've said anything else. The enemy tried to steal your God thing, but that word is going to come out of your mouth with a force. It's going to come out with the prophetic unction behind it. You're going to say my daughter was sick and they laid her on her deathbed, but it's a God thing. There's resurrection authority. When you understand the position that you're standing in, you're not standing in sickness. You're standing in healing. And when you're standing in healing, you can release what you're standing in. Somebody give God praise because your sons and daughters that look like they're bound that look like they're locked up that look like they're chained up I come to tell you that there's deliverance there's deliverance from every dark demonic force that's trying to keep your sons and daughters contained there's an outpouring of God's spirit that's getting ready to happen as Joel said it and there's some sons and daughters that's going to do what the enemy's so nervous and frustrated and upset and that's why he's trying to give you panic because he understands your sons and your daughters are supposed to prophesy somebody needs to understand that they're going to prophesy in this next season I said your sons and daughters that you've given up on God is about to open up their mouth and there's life getting ready to come out and I did say sons and daughters men and women are going to preach this good news of the blood of Jesus of the cross of Calvary of the resurrection authority of Jesus Christ somebody stand to your feet and prophesy with your shout and prophesy with your hands and declare that my God did a thing my God is doing a thing and my God is about to do something brand new somebody give him praise if you believe it yeah just lift your hands right now I'm, I'm trying to settle down it's a God thing it's a God thing there's no way that little shepherd boy that was in the field didn't even know anything about really being in battle in that moment. But God trained him in the field with sheep. 
as he trained him, he trained him to do things with what he had in his hand. Can I tell you, you're about to do things with what you have. Oh, come on, somebody. Whatever God's put in your hand is what he's given you to use in this hour. Your sling, your stone. What's sling? What's the sling? What is the sling? What is the stone? Your sling will be your shout. Your stone will be your faith. I heard the Lord say this. My sling is my shout, but the stone is my faith. Because when I release from the shout, it's faith in that declaration that brings down the obstacle. How many has a sling in your hand? I don't know what it is that you have, but I know every one of you have spiritual giftings. You have, if you don't have anything else, guess what you have? His name. <laughs> if you don't have anything else, guess what you have? His word. If you don't have anything else, guess what you have? There's power in the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Anybody testify? Do you have something that God has done for you? So every time the enemy brings something up, every time he fights you with a new thing, you can serve notice on what God did in the last thing. And if he did it for me then, he's going to do it for me right now because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what's so awesome about his victory, he does a new thing with an old thing. David and Goliath met in a valley. It was a fight to death. But before there was a battle, there was a battle and there was a war of words. Before there was an action moved, there was a sound that was declared. With clarity in the face of taunts and threats, there was a testament to the power of faith. He knew that the battle was not just physical. It went beyond this rim. And he gave him determination. There was something in him that gave him determination to defeat every evil force that was working against the will of God. It wasn't a personal thing. It was God's thing. We have an option. We can stand and see or run and hide. Stand still. See the salvation of the Lord. But you will never see if you turn and run. Some of you are still standing when you should have been running. I'm not talking about running the race. I'm talking about running away. And if you felt like running away, it's because there's a giant that's about to pay. <laughs> Everybody stand to your feet. Woo! David faced Goliath. He didn't run away, he ran after. He ran to it. Let me just go ahead and add this. Never face Goliath with your mouth closed. 
before he ever took a sling, he declared a word. You come to me with the spear, the javelin, the sword, but I come to you. I don't have much. Oh, but I carry a name. I carry his name. I come to you in the name of the Lord. David defeated Goliath with a sling and a stone and by cutting off the head with a sword. But before he did that, he prophesied. Goliath is coming down. He said it before he saw it. Every gigantic thing in your life, by declaration, if you say it, you're going to see it. Come on, somebody. If you say it, you're going to see it. Now, if you run away from it, you will never see the victory. But if you will say the word of God in the midst of every wicked thing, you're going to see victory. You may have more than one giant, but with faith and perseverance, I'm looking for somebody to uproar, <laughs> to look up to where your redemption. Matter of fact, once you just begin to look up right now, get your focus on the source because I believe in 24 in your house is not going to be the sound of worry. Complaining, grumbling, frustration, anger, bitterness, all of the things. I hear this. It's a God thing. I don't know how that happened. It's only God did that. I shouldn't be in the position that I'm in. I'm not qualified for it. I don't know how I got here. Some of you are about to say these words. God did it. My God. God did it. God did it. No man could get glory from it. Because God did it. I know people think that they formed you before you were formed in, their in, in your mother's womb. They thought they did it. But can I tell you, only God gives life. Only God breathes destiny. And if you walk into anything good, it's because God did it. Come on, somebody. If you were able to set anything up, it's because God gave you the opportunity to set up what he wants to do. Somebody lift your hands right now and say, God did it.